الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله تعالى فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صلي على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone We thank him We seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness And we seek his assistance And we ask Allah to bless us and bless our family and make every day bring us closer to Allah and His pleasure and in the company of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the highest place in Jannah. This is amazing days for an amazing religion, for an amazing extraordinary event that's the biggest in the history of the earth, the Hajj that we do every year. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every single year would choose a fraction of this ummah. More than one and a half billion now Muslims, subhanallah, and many, many, many millions of them, ten times, hundred times, more than those who make it to hajj, love to go to hajj. And this is only exclusively for the ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had so many, many incidents with the Kaaba, with Mecca, and the people who go to Hajj, they live those moments. When the Prophet ﷺ struggled with the people of Mecca for 13 years, can you imagine the best way of speaking, the best recitation of the Quran, the best advice from the best character Muhammad ﷺ, and they still wouldn't listen, wouldn't follow, wouldn't believe. Actually, they went to the extreme to try to kill him ﷺ. And that's when he left. He didn't leave it willingly, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He goes out of Mecca and he speaks to the Mecca itself and he says, Wallahi, by Allah, innaki la habbu bilad Allah ila Allah. You are the most beloved city to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you are the most beloved to me. And only because your people forced me to leave, I'm leaving. Then he goes, as we know, to Medina, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and establish the most beautiful community, the community of not only brotherhood, the, the people of, of Medina described in the Quran, Allah says, man They love those who migrate to their place, which is opposite to any, any stereotypes you hear. People always blame immigrants for, for their problems. But the people of Medina, Allah described them as are the best of the best. Why? They will offer to split their home in half. They will offer literally to split their money in half, their business in half for somebody they don't know anything about but Muslim. Muslim brothers and sisters for the sake of Allah. So when the Prophet ﷺ established this in Medina, few years later, six years later to be specific, he says, let's go and visit the Kaaba, let's go and do Umrah, subhanAllah. This is their own place. This is, the Prophet ﷺ spent 53 years next to the Kaaba. So, honestly, it is the most beloved place once you visit it once, you never get sick of the Kaaba. 
is, is you know the Muslim never gets sick of reading Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Rahman Rahim the same feeling applies when you look at the Kaaba you can get a chair and sit down and watch and you will never feel hungry you never say I need to go and eat <laughs> I need to go and drink I need, no you just just a piece of paradise so the Prophet Sallallahu felt that emotion with the Sahaba and he said let's go to Mecca to visit just to visit just to do Umrah like everybody else. Everybody goes to the Kaaba at this time. Even though Meccan were not Muslim. But guess what? They were stopped. They were stopped. They wouldn't allow even to go and have a look at the Kaaba. Actually the Kuffar sent army tried to kill them. And the Muslims were braver and captured all those who came to attack them. And gave them back and said look we want peace. We just want to come, look at us, we were in Ihram. We're not coming for fight. They say, no way, you're going to come in. And after we know the story, after give and take, the Prophet ﷺ signed with them a peace treaty. That, okay, you don't come this year, come next year. So we give you the, the order. We give you the permission. Otherwise, the people will say, you came here forcing yourself on us. Didn't you respect our dignity? So the Prophet ﷺ agreed. And from the ihram, wearing the ihram on, he could not go and do tawaf. He could not go and look at the Kaaba. And the Sahaba, 1,400 of them wearing the ihram, were told, take it off. No Umrah this year. We're going to go back to Medina. Brothers, sisters, imagine this. This is not a flight. This is two weeks on the back of a horse coming to a war zone. With all the emotion, with all the fear, with all the drama, with all the anxiety and stress, you told, sorry, you cannot make it. Islam, in, in the most beautiful, truest form, shown when, in the reply and the response of all this 1,400. Brothers, I teach in the classes here, if there's 15 kids, I can't control them. 15. And we need, we hear whole story from the colleges and the primary school, intermediate school, of how the kids cannot be, if 20, 30 in a class, teachers just needs, you know, help. This is 1,400, 1,400 years ago. None of them said anything. Subhanallah. None of them reacted. None of them says, I'm going to go and... See what none of Subhanallah. This is the discipline of the generation of the Sahaba that the Prophet ﷺ brought. If there is no miracle the Prophet ﷺ brought to humanity, but the generation of the Sahaba, it's more than enough. It's more than enough. The only thing they did, they says they didn't actually take the haram off. They just kept quiet. They're very shocked. They kept quiet. They didn't take the haram off, and the Prophet ﷺ didn't know what to do. He goes to his house and look how Islam honor, respect women. The Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu the most amazing human being that ever walked the earth, goes in the house, consult his wife. Consult Umm Salam. I says, Umm Salam, I don't know what's going on. I know they are upset. I know they are straight. I know. But it's a command from Allah. They cannot disobey. If we, Allah says, no Umrah this year, no Umrah this year. And look at the amazing Umm Salim anha. She said to him, to take out the haram, you have to cut your hair, shave your hair. She said to the Prophet Sallallahu they are they're very emotional at the moment. They're not listening. You just go and do the act and they will copy, they will follow. 
And he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, goes out, shave his head, call the barber to shave his head, and take the ihram, and 1,400 just go out and shave each other's hair and take the ihram off and could not do the umrah that we enjoy. We think it's just we go around and finish one hour, two hours, umrah, mashallah, alhamdulillah, then you go back to your seven-star hotels. Who established this for us? Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the sacrifice he did, and the sacrifice his sahaba did. But Allah gave them honor and dignity that two years later, in the eighth year of Hijrah, they come back to Mecca to cleanse it. They come back to Mecca to take all the idols off and declare this place is built by Ibrahim والسلام, for Allah, it will have to stay for Allah. Now they're coming back to people that tortured them, fought them, killed them for 20 odd years. They come back victorious and strong with the numbers. The population of the Muslim at the time, biggest the Meccan have ever seen. What did the Prophet Sallallahu do at the Kaaba? He actually stood at the door of the Kaaba. Brothers who are going for Hajj this year, may Allah make it Hajj Mabroor. When you are there, that's the vision that you need to, to imagine and think. That's the mind stories that you tell yourself. You look at the door of the Kaaba and see the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu is standing with 12,000 people listening. And he says to them, you know what you've done? You know what you twenty lost home, lost land, lost property, lost family, lost people, lost everything. What do you think we should do now? What do you think my decision will be? What do you think? Subhanallah. And they said, We've never seen any more noble person than you. You're the most noble human being. We know you're gonna do a noble thing. You're not going to do revenge. You're not going to attack us. You're not going to kill us. And he, sallallahu alayhi wa said, in front of the door of the Kaaba, اذهبوا فأنتم الطلقاء. You are free. I, w- I will say, I will say what the Prophet Yusuf said to his brothers. لا تثريب عليكم اليوم. There is, I won't even blame. I won't even bring the subject. I won't investigate further. That's done. There is no compulsion, there is no sword, there is no have to be Muslim now, there is nothing of this. This is Islam, brothers and sisters, and that is the amazing feeling of Hajj. That is the incredible feeling of Hajj. That is the inspiration of Hajj. That is what Hajj is all about. Hajj is powerful. Hajj is mesmerizing. Just to see the Ummah of Muhammad come from far and wide, millions of them, Majority have never flew before. Majority never been in an airplane before. Some of them never been in a lift before, escalator before. Some of them never been in a hotels before. But they love this ritual so much. They love the Kaaba so much, they're willing to do anything. I met with people, they sold their land to make it to Hajj. They sold their house to make it for Hajj. They borrowed money to make it for Hajj. All of us, mashallah, we save so much just to go and do the Hajj. And that is the declaration of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger and His religion. And this is happening now. Brothers and sisters from this community and from every community in the world are going for Hajj now. And this is the emotion that we need to revive among ourselves that this religion is beautiful. This religion, you will never be alone in Mecca. 
Even if you travel alone, if you go for Hajj alone, you don't have family, you will never be alone. Everybody will be welcoming you, smiling with you, giving you a hug, giving you food, giving you a drink, giving you a hand. You will never, people will stop in the streets and just offer us whatever they can offer us in this amazing, most beautiful place on earth. In Mina, when you have hundreds and hundreds together in one tent, subhanAllah, wallahi, it will never happen with the most disciplined human being in, on the face of the earth. What happened in the Mina tent, where people have a very small space, and they still, you never hear the shouting and screaming and yelling and fighting and yeah, swearing all the time in the streets here of Wellington. Yeah, this is the beautiful religion of Islam. When the millions of them go and sleep on the floor, for the whole night till the sunrise in Muzdalifah. Subhanallah. This is Hajj. Not only for those who go. It's for all of us to think about it, to learn about it, to teach our children, and to live those amazing, amazing, amazing achievements of our Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu and the early generation. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala make it Hajj Mabroor to all the brothers and sisters this year. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala bring them back home safely and answer every one of their good dua. أَقُولُ قَوْنِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ لِيُّ لَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة للعالمين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said الحج عرفة You want to see حج? You want to understand حج? You want to really feel it? It's the day of عرفة Where all the millions who internally from Saudi or from outside has to be together in that place The Kaaba is empty the Kaaba at Maghrib time, there is almost 200 people. It's the quietest day of the whole year. That's the day they change the curtain for the Kaaba. Because everybody is supposed to be in Arafah. And this is where the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu gave his final farewell speech. Khutbat al-Wada'a, the farewell speech of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu summarized the religion for all of us. Number one, he says Sallallahu Alaihi no more racism. There is no more racism on this earth. It just da'uha inna muntina. He says, la farqa. There is no difference between any human being on the face of the earth based on race or ethnicity or color or social status. He says, no way. It's under my feet. He says, Allah Sallallahu Put it under your feet. The riba, the usury, the money status. He says, not more. Not anymore. And number two advice he gives Allah Sallallahu to treat women well. Subhanallah. This is his final speech to tell people, treat your woman folk well. Allah will ask you, there is a contract you've signed according to Kitab Allah wa Sunnah to Rasulullah. This is the advice he gave to us وسلم, in his final farewell speech. And he said to everybody, You have to deliver it. You have to take this advice to everybody who haven't attended. Alhamdulillah, it reached us. Subhanallah, after 1,400 years, we're still in New Zealand. We're still saying it as he said it, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is the beauty of this religion. This is the beauty of this 
Messenger وسلم, this is the beauty of Hajj and this ritual. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invite all of us to Hajj and Umrah many times in our life. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invite every one of us to Mecca and Medina many times in our life and accept from us. We ask Allah to make it safe this Hajj year. We ask Allah to make it Hajj Mabrur to all of them. We ask Allah to answer their dua. We ask Allah to bring them home to their family with answered dua, with forgiving sin. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to invite all of us to do many Hajj and Umrah in our life. وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على نبينا محمد في الأولين وصل على محمد في الآخرين وصل على محمد في الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وإسرافنا في أمرنا وثبت أقدامنا وانصرنا على من عادانا اللهم فرج كرب المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم ارفع الظلم على المسلمين في كل مكان اللهم اهد أولادنا وأولاد المسلمين اللهم اهد أولادنا وأولاد المسلمين اللهم بارك لنا فيما رزقتنا اللهم بارك لنا في ذرياتنا اللهم لا تجعل مصيبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر همنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى نار مصيرنا وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة